Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally how we do it, I would read a poem from my book of poetry. However, um, today I'm not going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong Will Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry, author Teresa Reese, if I've never said that to y'all. And um, I'm not going to read a letter to my future hubby. I just wanted to talk to you. Um, Today is April the 30th of 2021. And it is very hard to believe that this is the last day of the fourth month in 2021. These days are going by so very quickly. And I listened to um, an Instagram message yesterday. I I don't know if you all know Michael Todd or um, Devon Franklin, but they actually came on together. And Devon has a book coming up. And no, he's not asking me to advertise, but the subject that they were talking about really, truly resonated with me. And so I wanted to just share with you all. Um, If you're not following them on Instagram, do just that because those are men of God that truly get it. And um, what he was talking about is his upcoming book and it's called Live Free. And he was discussing those uncommunicated expectations, the ones where we have a tendency in our minds to have an expectation that we haven't even communicated to our significant other, to a family member, to a friend, Um, We just kind of expect them to get it. And when they don't, when they drop the ball in our minds, then we get an attitude. They may not even know that we have an attitude. They may not even know why we have an attitude. But it's those unspoken expectations, the ones that we literally have created in our own head that whenever those expectations are not met, then all of a sudden, I don't want to deal with you anymore. And so I thought about that. And I was like, maybe that's it. Maybe some of my attitude or underlying attitudes come from where I have expectations that I've never communicated. But I expect certain people to just know that they're there. And that's really being unrealistic. If we think about it, that's just so unrealistic. Because how can you expect someone to know something and you've never taken the time out to communicate it to them? And I was like, oh my goodness. That's the reason why I think it's it's vital to delve into the matters of our hearts Um, One of the reasons is because that's the only way sometimes that we're able to figure out the issues that we have that have been lying dormant, the issues that we have with other people, the issues that we have with ourselves. Sometimes the only way that you can actually tap into that is to take time out to work on you. And when I was listening to them, there was so many nuggets of wisdom Oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm listening and I'm just like, y'all are phenomenal. That's just to say the least. But at the same time, I started thinking about my past relationships and I was like, you know what? Everything that they're speaking on and everything that they're speaking to right now, I could so relate. 
Because yes, there were times that I literally had unrealistic expectations and things that I didn't even, I didn't even communicate, but I expected the other person to know. So I'm going to give the example right now for the sake of this dialogue. I'm going to give the example of friendships. And so um, when I look over some of my friendships, now, although I feel like there's always the hidden rules. So even if you've never discussed um, fidelity or even though you've never discussed loyalty, I feel like on a certain level, there should be loyalty that's offered. Like I really, truly believe that if you are aware of who it is that your friend has dated, that that person is off limits. That's just me personally. Now, I've heard different insight from other people, especially men. And what I've heard men say is that, well, if I dated you in high school and now we're all grown and it's 10 to 15 years later, that whole rule should not apply. So I do understand that different people have a different perception, but I feel like it's still good to have that communication um, for the simple fact that, you know, well, when you're dealing with that particular person, if you, you know, run across or he runs across somebody that is your friend, but you and him no longer date, there's a strong possibility he may shoot his shot at your friend. So just keeping that in mind, being mindful of that. Um, another boundary that I feel is if any time that because I know that there's certain friendships that they're like, well, I'm not fooling with this person. So you shouldn't fool with that person. There should be a communication instead of just having that expectation. There should be a communication between the two of you where you provide your insight on why you feel as if your friend should not deal with that person. Uh, maybe y'all had a falling out. Maybe you feel as if um, your friend still dealing with that person would have, be a sense of betrayal to you. Um, I feel like that should be communicated instead of having the expectation, because even if that person, the, the one that is an issue, um, offended you, maybe they have not gotten to the point that they've offended your friend. Maybe your friend is not dealing with them on that same level. And so they don't see a reason not to communicate with them any longer just because the two of you have fallen out. So I think having that unrealistic expectation or that unspoken expectation could lead to a fallout between the two of you all because you didn't take the time out to communicate with one another. Um, another scenario in terms of, so you have some friendships where, some friends believe that you should communicate all the time. Some friends believe as long as I know that you're good and you know that I'm good, you have your life, I have my life, we're going to touch base, I know, sooner or later. It's not going to take away from the friendship. It's not going to take away from our energy. We're just going to pick up where we left off. The expectation is no matter what you and I are going through, the love that we have for one another is going to always be there. Now, it's one thing to communicate that. It's another to assume it or to never communicate it. And so um, by doing so, you may have one friend that is, they have to keep in touch almost daily. Then you got the other friend that's like, I could go two, three months without speaking to you, but it doesn't mean that, you know, that I'm mad at you. It just means that I got a lot going on. I will touch base with you when I can. As if you don't communicate to the daily friend that you're not that type of friend, that it could call it can truly cause friction later on. And so I'm graced with wonderful friendships. 
by the grace of God. Maybe I prayed for it a long time ago and forgot I prayed for it, but I really am graced with wonderful friendships. And so my friends and I, we have that understanding that we don't have to talk to each other every single day. We don't have to text each other every single day. We can touch base with each other. And as long as I know that you still love me, and as long as you know that I still love you, honey, when we see each other again, we are going to literally pick up where we left off and have the time of our lives because we have formed that type of friendship. But I am very much aware that there are some of those friendships that are not like that. And and also just relationships in general. There are some people that literally want to hear from you on a daily basis. Well, if that's not how you operate, it may be a good time to communicate that to them. It's like there's no love lost, but I just can't do that daily thing. Um, maybe because you do have a lot going on, maybe because you've made it a choice to make yourself a priority. And by making yourself a priority, speaking to everybody every single day just is not a part of your forte. Like, I get that. I so get that. And so if you are that person, it may be good for you to go ahead and set that expectation to those that you may not have communicated that to previously. And now it's starting to cause a problem. Um, and so those are just a few examples. Of course, there's it goes to a whole nother level. It just depends on the type of relationships that you have nurtured and that you have in your own life. However, displaying those unrealistic expectations or operating with unrealistic expectations can truly cause friction in our relationships. And one of the examples that um, Michael Todd gave, which I thought just was an amazing example, is where he was saying that he and his wife were on a date and he was saying how he they were talking about how hot it was or whatever and that they really needed to um, get something to quench their thirst. So while he was pumping the gas his wife told him, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to go get something to drink. So in his mind, that unspoken expectation in his mind, well, surely she's going to get me a drink as well because I'm doing my manly duties and I'm pumping the gas. So as they um, go forward, he said that when she came back, she came back with a drink and a donut. And he said in his mind, he was thinking, it's okay, we could share the drink. But then he realized that she got the one drink that he said he will not drink at all. And that drink was tea. And so then he felt some type of way. And I thought about that and I was like, you know what? How many times have I done that? How many times have I just made the assumption that what I would do in that situation is what this person would do in that situation. And because I made that assumption and I had that unspoken expectation, when that person did not operate the way that I thought they would, given the same circumstance, it caused me to feel a certain way or have a certain attitude. I'm going to give you another example. So I had a conversation with a guy friend of mine and he expressed his expectation. And in my mind, I was like, and I literally said it so clearly to him. I said, based on the information that you provided me, this has allowed me to see you and I could never be. So his expectation was having two wives or two women. And he was like, there's so much more that you could accomplish if you had two wives. So when I did, I what I did, I flipped it on him and I said, OK, so if you're able to have two wives or you're able to have two women in your life 
and that's how you want to roll. He's like, yes, because economically, that'd be great. Financially, that'd be great. Could you imagine? He's like, if, if you women could get past the sex part and if you women could just understand that it just does so much economically for us to have, for us men to have more than one woman. And I was like, okay, so if it's okay for you, then the woman should be able to have two men, two husbands. Oh, he didn't like that. You're missing the point. I would have to kick you to the curb. I said, oh, so in your mindset, it's okay for a man to have multiple women. But in your mindset, it's not okay for a woman to have multiple men. That doesn't even sound right. What is good for you should be good for her. If that's the way that you want to roll, then you might as well have your mind open way wider. If, if, it, if it stops at the fact that you just want two women and then you feel a certain type of way for the woman to say, oh, okay, if you can have two women and huh, I can have two men, if that makes you feel some type of way, you don't think that your way of thinking is warped. Oh, he didn't like that. But my whole thing was, is that you've set the expectation. So now let me set an expectation and notice the same energy and the same way that you felt when that expectation was reversed. Don't you think that's how a lot of us women feel? The same way that you're like, oh, no, I don't want to fool with that. Oh, no, I don't want to deal with that. That same exact way how you just expressed that that would not be good in your whole little dynamic of having multiple women. That's how we feel when we are forced to share the man that is supposed to be just our man, the one that has made a commitment to be solely with us. And we find out months later, years later, that we've been sharing him, not voluntarily. So his unspoken expectation was that he couldn't operate monogamously. He knew that. No, let me reverse it. Her unspoken expectation was that he was going to operate monogamously. She knew that. However, because maybe it was communicated in the beginning, but it was never touched upon later on in his mind. Okay. I showed you monogamy for about five years. Look, I'm tired of this. I'm ready for something new, but he never, ever went back to the table to communicate. Your expectation is something I can no longer live up to, to allow her an opportunity to make a conscious decision of whether or not she wants to proceed in that relationship. Instead, he has made that decision for her. That is unfair. And I see it time and time and time again in relationships where in the beginning, maybe the expectation is expressed over time. It's as if selective memory has played a part and one of the persons has forgotten. Oh, I vowed to be faithful. So I'm going to just go and do my thing because this is getting kind of boring. What happened to the communicative part of it? What happened to communication? Talking to your significant other, letting them know that you're no longer satisfied or gratified in this relationship, letting them know that your expectations of what it is that you desire in the relationship has changed. What happened to those types of dialogue? Is it now that we just make the assumption they know me and I know them? And then that's how people bleed all over the place is because now we're making the assumption. Y'all know what they say about assumption. Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. But 
a lot of times I believe that's what's happening in friendships and in relationships. And it literally is causing a lot of brokenness, a lot of heartache, a lot of disappointment, a lot of hurt, things that could be avoided because there are unrealistic expectations or unspoken expectations that have not been expressed, that have not been discussed, that have not even been agreed upon. You may have one person that has a level of expectation. They know what their expectations are, but for some reason they expect you to know what they are too. And when you don't operate in that arena of their expectations, then all of a sudden, a sudden you are a disappointment to them and they either don't want to have anything else to do with you or they are treating you differently because you didn't meet their expectations. And that's really not fair. But a part of being free, even in your relationships, a part of being free as an individual is to be able to speak about what you expect. I know at my full-time job, we have what's called our performance review. And then we have our mid-year review. So in the mid-year review, you discuss what you've done, how you've done it, what your goals are, what needs to be done to obtain those goals. So you are putting the expectation in the atmosphere. Then your manager is putting the expectation in the atmosphere. So by the time that the annual review comes around, you're able to go back and see, did I meet, exceed, or not meet at all these expectations that were set before me for myself as well as by my manager? And based upon if you met the expectations or you didn't meet the expectations, there is a there's an award. There is a merit increase. There is something that is provided to you based on whether or not you met or exceeded those expectations. You either get a raise or you don't. And so when it comes to our relationships, not saying that it has to be based upon a merit increase, but at the same time, it is a healthy way or you should operate in such a healthy way that expectations are communicated in a timely fashion. Like the same expectation that you had 10 years ago, I'm sure to some degree they have changed. They may be the same, but it's always good to touch base and do your review. Okay, so this is how we were operating in this arena. This is how our relationship was the first decade of being in this relationship. What were we able to bring to the table? What are we able to take away from it? Have our expectations changed? When you first started courting your man, you might have wanted roses delivered to your office once a month just to show that you were appreciated. That love language may have changed. That expectation may have changed. Now, y'all aren't just dating. Now, y'all are living together. So it's like my one of my expectations, bro, I'm going to need you to come home every night, period. That may be an expectation. Now, if you're thinking it, but you're not expressing it, Then the one night that he decides, hey, I ain't seen my parents in a while. I kind of want to spend a weekend at my parents' home. Not that I don't love you, but I really just kind of want to connect with my dad and and just have our little, our men time. And then I want to connect with my mom because I miss her home-cooked meals. But I didn't let you know that one of my expectations was to keep the bond with my parents going 
then that could cause potentially cause a friction in our relationship. Because when you didn't come home, now I'm not speaking to you for a whole week because that was never in my expectation book. So now I don't have anything to say to you because how dare you stay gone for two nights in a row? Yes, we talked on the phone. We probably even FaceTime, but that's beside the point. Now I have an attitude because I never expressed to you that expectation. Sometimes you got to go to the extreme for people to get it. So that's why I'm going to the extreme. However, it's just something to keep in mind. Be careful about not speaking up or speaking about your expectations, what you expect in life. Even if you're writing in your journal, what do you expect within the next year of your life? What are your own expectations for yourself? Remember, it always helps when you start with self. It always helps when you start with self. And so that's something that you could start. You could start journaling and be like, what do I expect? Do I expect to go to college this year? If I do expect to go to college, what do I expect to get out of that? Am I trying to get a degree or am I trying to get certificates? If I'm trying to just get certificates, what type of certificates am I trying to put up under my belt? What is it? What am I trying to reach? What goals am I trying to reach? When it comes to your relationships, okay, so COVID-19, we were in a pandemic. I didn't get an opportunity to really spend quality time with my friends through this whole pandemic. It's been over a year. So what is my expectation as the, although we're, you know, the the world is opening up again, what is my expectation? Like, am I going to take some time out to where we can have a weekend getaway? Or am I going to take time out where we just go hang out somewhere for the day? Um, Are we going to take a road trip? What is your expectation? And then once you know what that expectation is, communicate it. See, make sure that you get on one accord with your friends or friend and then execute it. So once you know, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to handle it. This is how we're going to reconnect. Okay, now we're on one accord. We've set the expectation. Now we just got to set a date. Okay, we've set a date. Now we just got to set a time. And then you just go from there. But starting with yourself, you can practice with self. Then it makes it easier for you to transition into your relationships, your friendships, your romantic relationships, your business relationships. It makes it so much easier when you start with self. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. Um, A lot of you may not even have known because I noticed it after the fact that my 100th episode was attached to the last episode. Um, And the last episode was, have you taken out the trash yet? So For those of you that are like, what happened to the other episode? The 100th episode is actually recorded. You would just have to go to episode number 99. And then if you let that one finish, there is the 100th episode right after it. So for those of you that are unaware, you are more than welcome to check on the very last one before this one. And then once that first episode ends, the next one is the one that I did, which was the 100th episode. So this one is 101. Um, But yeah, for those of you that are visual creatures and you got to see like the 100, then I am separating by recording this one so that you can see that. Um, Please do me a huge favor and share 
the broadcast, share it with your friends and your family. Um, if there has been any of the 101 episodes that have touched your heart, touched your life, encouraged you, motivated you in some way, form or fashion, something that you've been able to resonate with, please do me a favor and share that with your friends and your family. Let them know that we are here. Lord say the same. And I pray that he does. We are here to stay. Um, and just, yeah, share the love, spread the love. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. Do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.